0: Chapters thirty-eight through forty-two of *Tristram Shandy*, Volume Four. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Fates who certainly all four knew of these amours of widow wadman and my uncle toby have from the first creation of matter and motion and with more courtesy than they usually do things of this kind established such a chain of causes and effects hanging so fast to one another that it was scarce possible for my uncle toby to have dwelt in any other house in the world or to have occupied any other garden in christendom but the very house and garden which joined and laid parallel to mrs wadman's this with the advantage of a thick-set arbor in mrs wadman's garden but planted in the hedgerow of my uncle toby's put all the occasions into her hands which love militancy wanted she could observe my uncle toby's motions and was mistress likewise of his counsels of war and as his unsuspecting heart had given leave to the corporal through the mediation of bridget to make her a wicker gate of communication to enlarge her walks it enabled her to carry on her approaches to the very door of the sentry-box and sometimes out of gratitude to make an attack and endeavour to blow my uncle toby up in the very sentry-box itself thirty nine it is a great pity but to certain from every day's observation of man that he may be set on fire like a candle at either end. provided there is a sufficient wick standing out if there is not there is an end of the affair and if there is by lighting it at the bottom as the flame in that case has the misfortune generally to put out itself there is an end of the affair again For my part could i always have the ordering of it which way i would be burnt myself for i cannot bear the thoughts of being burnt like a beast i would oblige a housewife constantly to light me at the top for then i should burn down decently to the socket that is from my head to my heart from my heart to my liver from my liver to my bowels and so on by the meseric veins and arteries through all the turns and lateral insertions of the intestines and their tunicles to the blind gut "'I beseech you, Dr. Slop," quoth my uncle Toby, "'interrupting him as he mentioned the blind gut. "'In a discourse with my father the night my mother was brought to bed of me, "'I beseech you,' quoth my uncle Toby, "'to tell me which is the blind gut. "'For, old as I am, I vow I do not know to this day where it lies.' "'The blind gut,' answered Dr. Slop, "'lies betwixt the ilion and the colon.' "'In a man,' said my father, "'tis precisely the same,' cried Dr. Slop. "'in a woman.' "'That's more than I know,' quoth my father.' 40. And so, to make sure of both systems, Mrs. Wadman predetermined to light my uncle Toby, neither at this inn or that, but, like a prodigal's candle, to light him, if possible, at both ends at once. Now, through all the lumber-rooms of military furniture, including both of horse and foot, from the great arsenal of Venice to the Tower of London, exclusive, and Mrs. Wadman had been rummaging for seven years together, and with Bridget to help her, she could not have found any one blind or mansulate so fit for her purpose— as that which the expediency of my uncle Toby's affairs had fixed up ready to her hands. I believe I have not told you, but I don't know, possibly I have, be it as it will, tis one of the number of those many things which a man had better do over again than dispute about it, that whatever town or fortress the corporal was at work upon, during the course of their campaign, my uncle Toby always took care, on the inside of his sentry box, which was towards his left hand, to have a plan of the place, Fastened up with two or three pins at the top, but loose at the bottom, for the conveniency of holding it up to the eye, etc., as occasions required, so that when an attack was resolved upon, Mrs. Wadman had nothing more to do when she had got advanced to the door of the sentry-box but to extend her right hand, and edging in her, in her left foot at the same movement to take hold of the map or plan, or upright, or whatever it was, and with outstretched neck meeting it halfway, to advance it towards her on which my uncle Toby's passions were sure to catch fire. For he would instantly take hold of the other corner of the map in his left hand, and with the end of his pipe in the other, begin an explanation. When the attack was advanced to this point, the world will naturally enter into the reasons of Mrs. Wadman's next stroke of generalship, which was, to take my uncle Toby's tobacco pipe out of his hand as soon as she possibly could, which, under one pretense or other, but generally that of pointing more distinctly at some redoubt or breastwork in the map, she would effect before my uncle Toby, poor soul, had well marched above half a dozen toises with it. It obliged my uncle Toby to make use of his forefinger. The difference it made in the attack was this, that in going upon it, as in the first case, with the end of her forefinger against the end of my uncle Toby's tobacco pipe, she might have travelled with it along the lines from Dan to Beersheba, had my uncle Toby's lines reached so far, without any effect, for as there was no arterial or vital heat in the end of the, the tobacco-pipe, it could excite no sentiment. It could neither give fire by pulsation, or receive it by sympathy. "'Twas nothing but smoke." Whereas, in following my Uncle Toby's forefinger with hers, close through all the little turns and indentings of his works, pressing sometimes against the side of it, then treading upon its nail, then tripping it up, then touching it here, then there, and so on, it set something at least in motion. This, though slight skirmishing, and at a distance from the main body, yet drew on the rest. For here, the map usually falling with the back of it, close to the side of the sentry-box, my uncle Toby, in the simplicity of his soul, would lay his hand flat upon it, in order to go on with his explanation. And Mrs. Wadman, by a manoeuvre as quick as thought, would as certainly place hers close beside it this at once opened a communication large enough for any sentiment to pass or repass which a person skilled in the elementary and practical part of love-making has occasion for by bringing up her forefinger parallel as before to my uncle toby's it unavoidably brought the thumb into action and the forefinger and thumb being once engaged as naturally brought in the whole hand thine dear uncle toby was never now in its right place mrs wadman had it ever to take up or, with the gentlest pushings, protrusions, and equivocal compressions, that a hand to be removed is capable of receiving, to get it pressed a hair-breadth of one side out of her way. Whilst this was doing, how could she forget to make him sensible, that it was her leg and no one else's at the bottom of the sentry-box, which slightly pressed against the calf of his, so that my uncle Toby, being thus attacked and sore-pushed on both his wings, was it a wonder, if now and then it put his centre into disorder." "'The deuce take it,' said my uncle Toby. 41. These attacks of Mrs. Wadman you will readily conceive to be of different kinds, varying from each other, like the attacks which history is full of, and from the same reasons. A general looker-on would scarce allow them to be attacks at all, or, if he did, would confound them altogether. But I write not to them. It will be time enough to be a little more exact in my descriptions of them, as I come up to them, which will not be for some chapters.' having nothing more to add in this but that in a bundle of original papers and drawings which my father took care to roll up by themselves there is a plan of Bouchain and perfect preservation and shall be kept so whilst i have power to preserve anything upon the lower corner of which on the right-hand side there is still remaining the marks of a snuffy finger and thumb which there is all the reason in the world to imagine were mrs wadman's For the opposite side of the margin, which I suppose to have been my Uncle Toby's, is absolutely clean. This seems an authenticated record of one of these attacks, for there are vestigia of the two punctures partly grown up, but still visible on the opposite corner of the map, which are unquestionably the very holes through which it has been pricked up in the sentry box. By all that is priestly, I value this precious relic, with its stigmata and pricks, more than all the relics of the Romish church always accepting, when I am writing upon these matters, the pricks which entered the flesh of St. Radegunda in the desert, which in your row from Fess Cluny, the nuns of that name will show you for love. 42. I thank and please, Your Honor, quoth Trim, the fortifications are quite destroyed, and the basin is upon the level with the mole i think so too replied my uncle toby with a sigh half suppressed but step into the parlor trim for the stipulation it lies upon the table it has lain there these six weeks replied the corporal till this very morning that the old woman kindled the fire with it then said my uncle toby there is no further occasion for our services the more, and please your honour, the pity, said the corporal, and uttering which he cast a spade into the wheelbarrow, which was beside him, with an air the most expressive of disconsolation that can be imagined, and was heavily turning about to look for his pickaxe, his pioneer shovel, his piquettes, and other little military stores, in order to carry them off the field, when a high ho from the sentry-box, which being made of thin slit deal, reverberated the sound more sorrowfully to his ear, forbade him no said the corporal to himself i'll do it before his honour rises to-morrow morning so taking his spade out of the wheelbarrow again with a little earth in it as if to level something at the foot of the glasses but with a real intent to approach nearer to his master in order to divert him he loosened a sod or two pared their edges with his spade and having given them a gentle blow or two with the back of it he sat himself down close by my uncle toby's feet and began as follows End of 38 through 42 of Tristram Shandy, Volume 4.